Where are your players and how and can I measure how tall they are? <laughs> Not <laughs> Welcome to a more Philly Union, the podcast where we swear to talk about the Philly Union, the whole Philly Union, and nothing but the Philly Union with as few digressions as possible. We are your hosts. I'm E. I'm C. And I'm Paul. Um, so yeah, first let's get some house uh, housewarming. <laughs> let's get into some housekeeping. Um, so just an update on uh, on the help us help the you challenge. That's where we're trying to get to a uh, thousand downloads uh, as fast as we can. And once we do, we're going to make a donation to the uh, Philadelphia Union Foundation. Nailed it! I finally remembered foundation. Um, so we had a huge week this i think actually is the biggest week of the entire year so far um so we're up to 920 downloads we're 80 downloads away from the finish line uh at 52 downloads since last week um thank you yeah and actually extra special thanks to uh, missouri they were the the big downloaders this past week uh so thanks guys um yeah this is all that spam talk they go spam and they came running. No words. <laughs> yeah, I, I sense a a, uh, a splinter podcast coming up here. <laughs> <laughs> but mainly um, just because Christy won't be want to be a part of it. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I mean, <laughs> oh, I'll be a part of it. This is one of the planes of hell for Christy. <laughs> Anyway, um, so yeah, that's our biggest download week of this season. Um, so yes, we're eighty, we're eighty downloads away. So don't think we're going to get there before um, decision day, but we're going to come in pretty close. So um, yeah, so thanks for uh, supporting us, and uh, let's get across that finish line. Um, yeah, so I guess it's been a quiet week, um, which to be honest, I'm actually a little grateful for just. You know, just all the spinning plates. It's kind of nice not having to do homework for or watching games. But um, well, hopefully, also the guys had a chance to heal up this week and just relax and let some of these injuries, these nagging injuries, heal up before yeah. you know decision day and then the playoffs begin. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so I guess kind of the topics just to touch on a little bit, right? Um, you know, there's the well, I guess it's not looking good for a Bedoya or Wagner return for next season. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds like, um, yeah, it sounds like there's not really any movement on those fronts. In fact, it sounds like there's just things are just going to go the the way they're going to go. Um, um, yeah, one thing I heard of was that apparently uh, Bedoya talked with Ernst Tanner and the you know the the rumor is what it was being circulated was that the conversation took about 20 seconds yeah. and uh you know Bedoya was reassured that the union would not be making an offer to bring him back next year and um you know it just looks like Ernst has moved on from from Bedoya and, and Wagner I mean I mean quite frankly like as much as I love Allie and would like him just to stay there forever, I can see that for him. But I, I'm I'm a little more baffled by the Wagner thing. Yes. Yeah. I mean, 
I think we mentioned it the last time we talked about Wagner. We, we're not aware of what Wagner is asking for. No. Um, and, and, you know, we certainly uh, don't know if Ernst has another Wagner in his back pocket that he's waiting to bring over in the offseason. Yeah. You know, who knows? Um, but it's really, really confusing that he hasn't been locked down somehow. Um, you know, obviously, he can't sign for another team yet, but uh, it certainly feels like from everything that's going on, it's not going to be the union wherever he ends up. And, yeah. you know, if he's not going to end up in the union, I think we, we all talked about it before. We just hope it's not anywhere in the MLS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, just go, go, go overseas. I don't want to have to face him again. Yeah, you know. absolutely. Uh, he's a great player. Yeah. And he seems like a great guy. And I don't understand why the union couldn't give him an offer that, that met, met his needs or at least was something he could agree to. Um, yeah, it's, it's baffling. But yeah. you know, I don't know these. I don't know the business of soccer, and I yeah. don't know what he's what he's asking for if it's that unreasonable. Yeah, and it's kind of too like you know we're we're, we're not going to be flies on any walls, um, so we're not going to really get any of the details of what's going on behind closed doors. But it just sounds like there's just nothing going on behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's nothing in the room where it happened because there's mm-hmm. nothing happening. Um, but yeah, I just. Yeah, I'm just repeating the points you guys are both making. You know, it's just, you know, I I would think say though that this is kind of in keeping with Tanner's mo. Like this is what he does. He signs players for two years with a third year club club option. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if they he gives them a year to grow into the grow into the program. If they learn it and do well in that second year, the club activates their. Op- their option for the third year mm-hmm. and in that third year they'll renegotiate for a contract yeah um it, it i can only assume that ernst has a certain value laid in there for wagner and wagner's asking for more than that and mm-hmm. so Ernst just says great go get it you know we yeah. wish you luck yeah. um and, and as far as bedoya I mean, I, I'm sure Tanner looks at the looks at the the roster and he sees he's got Bueno and Torres and um, you know McGlynn and um, you know a couple of other players there in that middle midfield position. And he, I think this might be an actual an issue for Tanner. It's like Philadelphia loves their loves their dedicated players. Yep. You know the Brian Dawkins, the you know the the. Um, Chase Utley's the you know those players that will just run through a brick wall and, keep, and play until their legs fall off. Jason Kelsey, Jason Kelsey. I mean, the man is a, a center, yeah. a, a offensive lineman, and he's one of the best known uh, Philadelphia Eagles because everybody knows he you know he, he yeah. wears his heart on his sleeve and he wants to be here. Yeah, Bedoya is much like that, and um, you know I get that. Ernst is a money ball kind of a, a manager. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he's, he, you know, he's dealing with limited, limited funds. You know, sure. Ownership of the union does not splash money like no. a lot of the other clubs do. So he doesn't have the, the luxury of being sentimental. Um, I don't know Tanner. I mean, he could be that it's just a terrible German stereotype that they just don't get very sentimental. But, uh, you know, it could also just be that. I don't know. 
the other thing is, is that, you know, as talking about him as a money ball uh, manager, there is a sequence in that movie. And I believe in the book as well, where Billy Bean talks about letting guys go and you just sit down, you give it to them straight yeah. and they're professionals. They, yeah. they, they, they just have to move on. Yeah. It's like when you've got traded, you get traded. Here's your contact information. Good luck. Yeah. You make it no big deal. You make it no, you know, you don't delay on it. Don't, don't, you know, extend it for any longer than it has to be. And so maybe that's what that 20 second conversation yeah. with Bodoya was, was we appreciate your time. You know, yeah. we recognize your contribution, but there's no, there's no place for you in, on the, on the, on the pitch moving yeah. forward. Yeah. Now, what would be nice if somebody from the coaching staff reached out to him or the marketing <laughs> side of things was like, look, if you're done playing, we would love to keep you here in some, some other capacity uh, to help help the team help be the face of the team yeah yeah it's not optimal but it, it would be nice yeah I, I do think that could still happen they might have to give him a cooling off period or he <laughs> gets well, over Allie. the fact that he's not coming back mm-hmm. as a player maybe yeah. accepts that he's no longer going to be a player um you know and because I, I imagine there is a mourning period for that uh, yeah. that you have to go through but, sure. um, unless you've chosen that yourself yeah. uh so yeah, and even then, I would think there would be. Yeah, and like Zippo, I mean, these guys are professionals. I mean, we're kind of looking at this definitely as outsiders, definitely having our hearts on our sleeve. We're like, we just like these guys. Yeah. We don't want them to go. But, you know, they know their contract is up on this t- on this day. And, you know, at that point, there's no, you know, both parties are free to do whatever they want. And there's kind of, you know, that's just the nature of the business. So, yeah. Um, well, as if, as Philadelphia sports fans, that's hard to see sometimes. Like, sure, you just, yeah. you absolutely. You just want these good players, these good yeah. people, to stay around. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, and, and Wagner is just—I mean, he's at the top of his game, arguably. And uh, you know, you could almost say on, that he hasn't reached his peak yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. He's he's such a, a solid, reliable effective player back there i mean it's the games are a lot different when he's not out there on the field i feel mm-hmm. um, yeah wagner's been with the team since 2019 um so four years that was a quick four years um four years nonetheless yeah it feels longer actually it feels like he's been on the team a lot longer than that but i think even now he's only 26 yeah you know, he's, he's he's just hitting his prime yeah i mean as defenders he's, go He's still on the young side. Yep. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. You know, um, you know, Tanner has done a good job with navigating player transfers and acquisitions and all that. You know, I think he's got a pretty good proven track record with the team. So, you know, in Tanner, we trust kind of. Um, yeah. But, uh, I mean, there was uh, there was one. Just, I don't remember if it was MLS uh, Extra Time or, or one of the other podcasts we're talking about that Tanner's pickups this off season didn't really seem to pan out. Yeah, uh, Torres, Low, and Bueno. Yeah. But at the same point, I would say Bueno is arguably making a named making a case for him to be a, in the starting lineup next season. Mm-hmm. Um, and Damian Lowe certainly, exactly. While he had some shaky games, sure. he also had some very, very good games. Yeah. And attacking players always take at least a year to gel in a system. 
And if they sign Torres to the typical two year with a with a contract uh, option here, um, you know, we'll have to see what happens with Torres next year. I mean, it took Gajdog uh, a full year before he hit his stride. It took Aura that long. Um, you know, it, it takes time for players to come in. So, yeah, he may not have missed yet with Torres. It yeah. could be that you know he comes in and he's a real important pop part of the team next year yeah yeah we'll have to watch he, and you're right like in in tanner we trust um but it's hard it's <laughs> really hard when you have players that you just like as much as yeah. Bedoya and and wagner and see them leaving and it seems like you know wagner wants to be here and it's yeah. tough i wish that somebody could share something with the group with the with the fans to be like this is why it didn't happen yeah. And it would be nice to get that now instead of five years from now when Wagner's retiring or something like that and the truth comes out. And yeah, you know, whatever, whatever the case might yeah. be. I what really had me was the fact that Curtin really all but said he he wanted him to say yeah. as well. I mean, yeah. I don't think he doesn't say much. He doesn't mean so. Yeah, um, yeah that's that's what struck me. So I guess we'll see. Yeah, I mean, that's an interesting point, too. And the coaches publicly. Yeah. supporting keeping yeah. a player um you know uh, i don't think he's actively you know campaigning uh against the wishes of the uh the head office um but still when your coach kind of speaks highly of a player and expresses the desire to try to find a solution to keep him that that would carry uh, some amount of weight but we will see right tanner works in mysterious ways and to kind of keep running with that <laughs> <laughs> but relate it or, or or directly as a result of that um i mean christy you had that um article about the neighbors or the neighborhood yeah, neighborhood saw on crossing broad that uh uh apparently allegedly uh there was a going away party uh for kai in his neighborhood it looked like any neighborhood going away party they hired yeah. a guy who does um I guess it was called Hibachi to You, uh, a service that comes in and <laughs> and That's really uh, cool. yeah, and uh, the there was a video that turned up online and uh, uh, was filmed in somebody's garage with the guy doing Hibachi and saying goodbye to Kai. So I mean, yeah. who knows, right? I mean, I, I, that does seem a little more uh, one more step towards final, yeah. um, but it is kind of sweet. Uh, it sounds like he, <laughs> his neighbors like him or liked him. So, um, but uh, you know. I, I'm I'm kind of the uh, I'll wait and see until I get the official word he's not coming back. Yeah, <laughs> but because uh, you know maybe there's not going to be an eleventh hour um, uh, contract. Uh, yeah, yeah, contract. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay, we'll do it. You know, thing. But uh, who knows? I guess we'll find out. I guess in the uh, in the world of professional sports contract negotiations, when the hibachi grill comes out by the neighbors, it's. Uh, is that the fat lady singing? <laughs> it's pretty, uh, you know, it's very rarely it comes, you know, things come back after that, but, um, right, we are, we will press our thumbs for, for Kai Wagner. Well, in other player news, uh, McLinn was named number seven in the 22 under 22, uh, selection, right? Um, probably mm -hmm. want to talk about that a little bit or. Yeah, so every year MLS does a 22 under 22 where they select the 22 best players under 22 years of age. 
at the start of the season or the end of the season. I forget which it is. Um, and so, you know, different luminaries have been picked in over the years. Uh, some some players, you, you go back and you look at that and you'll be like, wow, like I really did work out or other ones where it's like, how did that player get ranked that high? And then mm-hmm. you know, now they're working at Walmart or something like that. But yeah. um, for, for McGlynn, he was on it last year. I don't remember exactly where he was. He was lower down. And this year he's moved all the way up to number seven. Yeah. So it's it's, the it's... best new artist award at the Grammys. Yeah. Well, good for him. You know, I mean, I'm, you know, I, I, I'm trying to think seven higher than I thought would he would have gotten or too low for what I think he should, you know, should get. Um, yeah, it's good to see. Uh, I mean, I'm not surprised. It's good to see McLean getting yeah. that recognition. Yeah, this year absolutely. has been, I think, a very good year for him. I would agree. So, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure, like a lot of the other union prospects, he'll get some interest from Europe. It'll be interesting to see if it's enough interest mm-hmm. to warrant a move. Yeah, follows after uh, Aronson and Aronson. company. Aronson and Aronson. Yeah, <laughs> Aronson, Aronson, McLean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a law office out of Philadelphia. Yeah, exactly. Somebody um, should make that a t-shirt. Um Yeah, right. But no, it will be interesting because you know, like when they, they obviously Brendan left on a big transfer, Paxton left on a little more speculative of a transfer. Like mm-hmm. he didn't get as many starts as Brandon before he got picked up or Brendan. Um, and McLean has obviously had a lot of starts now for the union. So if somebody were to come in and make an offer for him, I would imagine he would fall somewhere between Paxton's uh, offer and Brendan's offer. Um, but yeah, we'll have to see. You know, if they did end up transferring him, you know, giving him, getting him a spot in Europe, uh, it certainly would leave a hole in midfield. There's yeah, no, you know, there's no easy replacement for that spot. Yeah, yeah. Especially if Bedoya does leave. Yeah. Yeah. What's that? You lose that institutional knowledge, right? With the guy mm-hmm. like him leaving. Um, well, if if and when Bedoya leaves, you know, hopefully it's not that much longer until he gets his name up on the Ring of Honor. Yep. Um, but we'll see. Um, in other MLS lists of various soccer players, uh, um, I mean, this is about a week old now, but the... Um, the Landon Donovan MLS MVP uh, nominees are out, and um, Julian Carranza and Andre Blake made the list. Very um, cool. Nice to see Blake on that list, MVP. Um, you know, I should I have to go through the list to see if there's any other goalkeepers nominated. Just out of curiosity, too. I mean, when you were putting this together, did you see if any other team had two players included on the list? Well, I mean, there's definitely the obvious, right? I mean, Miami's got... Um, yeah, well, that's a, I mean, that should never happen. Yeah. Um, one thing of note, uh, instead of uh, teams with two players, there's some teams that have no players. So, for example, New York Red Bulls, there's no one nominated from their team. And um, this is the world's smallest violin playing um yeah i think like um uh, i'm really glad i haven't told my friend who is a red bulls fan about this podcast (laughs) (laughs) were they dropped on their head a lot as a kid (laughs) no but he's from long island so (laughs) okay well then that's understandable yeah yeah 
and he's one of the ogs too so yeah, you know it's like uh, fair point yeah. fair point I'll, I'll, fair I'll give him that um and uh but uh yeah i mean there's definitely like uh, i'm just quickly scrolling through the list like houston's got a couple players two players um obviously miami does um well, I, I, the reason why I was asking in general was because if the teams only have one player to put that on that list, then their entire fan base can rally around that one player. Right. Whereas right. if a team has multiple players, then that fan base may be split up as to who they're supporting. Yeah. Yes. It's almost, you know, don't, don't half-ass two things, whole-ass one thing. Exactly. <laughs> um, some of my, my, um, picks for mvp as based entirely on names um is uh columbus's uh uh cucho and uh la galaxy's um hold on let me make sure i pronounce this right i just remember when we played him it was a more of a negative connotation when we played him because he was just running the ball just down the field at us but uh uh ricky Pouge, um just based on his name i would just fun make, names should, to say fun names to say yeah yeah, but it sounds like it should be like Ricky Pooh. <laughs> That's lined itself. Yeah. So the uh, decision day is coming up on Saturday. Um, so it's the last game for all the teams. Um, the Union are playing uh, at New England at six o'clock. Um, and then Paul, as you point out, that let's see, their teams are playing at six or at nine. Yeah, and it looks like all of the Eastern Conference teams are playing at six, and all of the Western Conference games are playing at nine. Okay, that that kind of makes yeah, sense then. Makes sense. Um, so going into decision day, the Union are sitting in third place. Um, we kind of control our fate. Uh, if by controlling our fate you mean uh, we can finish in third place, uh, then yes, we can control our fate. <laughs> um, so as long as we, we we win this game, we the union we hold on to uh, third place. Um, Columbus is Wait. right behind us. Go ahead, Paul. Yeah, we could drop as low as fifth, depending yeah. on other pre- other results. And we do not want that. No, because um, I think we got to stay in fourth place or higher, right, to keep home field advantage or at least part of the playoffs. At least part of the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, so we are hoping for. Um, Let's just win this, you know, yeah. just to lock up third place. Also, just to end the regular season on a on a yeah, nice, nice, positive, strong note. Um, Injury-wise, um, the MLS injury report, the only player listed for the union right now. Um, I don't know if they list the, the certainty of which he'll be out, but it's um, uh, Bueno, I believe. Mm. Um, yeah, Bueno's out with it. Oh, he's questionable. I'm sorry. So he's questionable with the, uh, some sort of ankle injury. So, um, yeah, it feels like we'll be pretty much at full strength, but I got to imagine a lot of teams are going to be at full strength uh, with the, the week off. Uh, Although we won't have uh, Martinez because of yellow card accumulation. That's true. Oh, that's right. That's uh, not great. And Bueno being injured, I, I mean, does that mean Flock gets gets run out there in this number in the sixth spot? Bedoya yeah, go in there. Do they put you know Bedoya and McGlynn in a in a two 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 man pivot? I, it's going to be some questions for Jim to answer. Yeah, right. Because I can definitely see the triangle of death being there with uh, you know Orakons up top, um, Gosdog in that front and center position. 
I mean, they they may roll out the five three two or or you know whatever they're calling a three five two, put low in in there, mm-hmm. and Bizo and and uh, Wagner out wide, and and then you know McGlynn and Bedoya in the middle with Gajdag ahead and 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 uh, and Carranza up top. It could work. Yeah. Well, we'll have to wait and see on Saturday, six o'clock. Yeah, be there, be square. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're NYCFC and be there or be a trapezoid. <laughs> this will also be a test for I think Apple uh, Apple's MLS uh, coverage <laughs> since you're gonna have oh. like you know half the league playing all at one time at six, the other half of the league all playing at one same time at nine. You know, mass hysteria. Yeah, dogs and cats living together. Yeah, fully expecting the uh, to queue up the. Uh, the menu on Apple MLS, whatever. And it's just like game not available at this time. <laughs> Apple TV. Immensely <laughs> angry tweeting. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. Um, I don't know. Any other soccer news, at least for, for, for of, of points of discussion. So with that said, I'm going to turn the mic over to Christy. All right. We have a very special Something complete happening. surprise uh, yeah. aspect of things, at least as far as Ian yeah. and I are concerned. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's time to quiz the fellas here. Oh, yeah. Christy sent the text out. Was it like yesterday, or the day before? I like, to you. I didn't get to Polly, oh. but um, uh, and that, but I did want to ask. So yeah. Anyway, but yeah. go ahead. No, but yeah, I got the text from Christy. Like, hey, I put together some trivia questions. If that's all right. I'm like, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> there is a spreadsheet. There are actually two, technically. Um. Should we pull up the uh, the spreadsheets? Yeah, yeah, you should pull up the ones you guys have. So what I sent to the guys is basically the roster uh, as it stands on the website with a few notable subtractions. Um, I <clears throat> removed the um, the players who are on loan, which okay. are Craig, Odata, Perea, and Pierre, just for the record. Okay. And right. then there are three players who are on the roster on the site but have not actually played ever um, for us. So uh, be they back And your first question is going to be, who are they and what are their birthdays? I can tell you, Makanya, Sorensen, and Trent. Um, So, uh, but I did remove them uh, just because, um, well, you'll see why I remove them. So here we go. um, I have gone through and uh, determined who um, has... The, the highest and the lowest in, in certain categories, I guess you could say. So let's start with an easy one. I feel like we should have like we should uh, leave a brief pause to put in some like quiz show music. But anyway, go ahead. I, w- I was going to suggest it. I'll throw it in right here. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. So um, I did this. I did top three and bottom three, uh, but we can see how that goes if that gets to be uh, too much. But um who has played the most number of seasons for the union? And, so and the, you can give me one at a time. We, you don't have to do a trifecta. But we're, we're naming the top three players who. So played. what? What? Which player played the most? Which uh-huh. played the second most? And which played? The, but we can start well, with who played the most. I think the easy, you, easy starting one. Yeah. Um, right. I'd say Blake is in one. Let's see. Uh, I'm looking over the list here. I mean, Bedoya's got to be up there just for the number of years he's been there. 
same with same with um Elliot and uh Ooh, yeah and Wagner. I'm gonna go. Uh, actually, do you have your picks, Paul? I think I have mine. Yeah, yeah. All right, you want to go first? I'll go Blake, Elliot, and uh, Bedoya. In that order? Well, Blake's definitely the most. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Bedoya second and Elliot third. Okay. Ah, that that's. That's literally what I was just going to say. Yeah. But uh, just to put some daylight between us, I'll I'll reverse the last two. I'll say Elliot and then Bedoya. Paul is right. You should have uh, said that. Okay. Yep. So, okay. So who has played? Do, do you know the numbers? Like how, I do. So what, what are the numbers? Um, 10 for Blake, uh, 8 for Allie, and 7 for Elliot. 10 for Blake? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. been that long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we always talk about you know who goes on the Ring of Honor. I mean, yeah, Blake should just be a yeah. I mean, so does Sally, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I agree with Sally that one too. But but yeah, just just how much of the team history that Blake has been a part of is just you always take it for granted. He's just like you know, he's like the river, and he's just always there. Now this is super easy. Who we'll we'll just do the we'll just do the two newest players to the union meaning that they have only played one season oh, okay meaning the current season given this lineup um yeah. it doesn't have to be a full season it's you know just came came on board for or during this season there are two i will tell you that well i mean like uh, the ones that are here obviously baribo mm-hmm. um and, and torres yep. right? he yep. just came in this year that, that, say okay that was that was we're warming up. We're warming up. So, what's so, the score? I guess Paul's got two. I got one. So, two to one. I mean, it's just because you didn't answer the second one, but you probably would have said the same thing. No, I did answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. the same. I, I'm because Chris and I, you know, I'm kind of I didn't know if we wanted to score. Clues, like, sort of. Yeah, nah, we're not um, keeping score. Yeah, no, I didn't. No, so, I'm not going to keep score, but the person two of us against Christy. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Boys, nah. Yeah. Right. Don't do that. Um, uh, so, then this goes along with it who has played the most games for the union. Well, I mean, that's, that's like, yeah. Like, oh, and then the next, uh, so Bedoya. <laughs> and then Elliot. Yes. And then Elliot. <laughs> it, it, it isn't there. It isn't always a correlation. Like some of the middle guys, you'd be surprised. Um, but, Fair point. Uh, so, um, and who has played who is the player we'll just do the player who has played the least number of players of games for the union so this is just playing this, and, and by the way uh to our listeners this is as of uh october 16th just okay. to be clear um so this does not include the new england game um and by and by playing that means showing up on the game day roster as either a substitute or a starter i uh, think it means actually time on actually the get field. time on the field mm-hmm. oh then i'm gonna go raffinella i'm gonna say and we're just making one guess at this point yeah so, okay i'm gonna say yeah it's either that a baribo baribo's done oh man i'm gonna go yeah i'm gonna say raffinella too you are both correct all right okay 
less uh less game day oriented stuff uh who are the three tallest players on the <laughs> three tallest all right i will well, say it's it's one and then a tie for for a second i'm pretty sure elliot is the tallest and I'm gonna say low and glassness are the sec are, are, right. are tied. Low is a tall drink of water. Um he is. I'm gonna go just because Torres. Torres is obviously <laughs> the tallest. Um I'm gonna go Glesness first, and then um yeah. Um, Torres up there too, though. Yeah, but Lowe's tall and I want to go. I want to say Glesnes tallest, and then Lowe and um, Elliot tied. Right, because the two of them were tied. So I said Elliot was the tallest. And... Yeah, it's probably Elliot, but I'm I'm just trying to. Elliot is the tallest. All right. Okay. And then tied for second at six three, are Lowe and Joe Bendick. Oh, Bendick! Yeah, he's a tall dude. Glesness is six two. Okay. Wow. Right. Uh there's a couple of the six two fellows included. Well, but I think Elliot's like six six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean that man, that man looks like a bean pole sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> they, was, they used to use him when the ball would fall down to the gutter. He's wiry. He's wiry. So that said, then um there's a bunch of ties for like next to shortest, so we won't get into that. But <laughs> who is the shortest? Player. Who's the shortest player? This is according to yeah. Who? Which this are, is according to um the the union website. The union website. I mean, oh, that's right. They do. I, mean, I made the joke, but I really do think it is Torres. Yeah, Paul. Man, I think you know these these guys. I wanna. I wanna. I'm gonna agree with Paul. I'm gonna say Torres. And you're both wrong, and I would have been too. Wait, hold on, wait, 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 wait. All right, hold on. We're, we're wrong. We don't get the point. Okay, but... all right. Leaving on. Torres out. Okay. So let's um... now you're gonna try to figure it out. Here we go. All right, let's see. Let's see. I'm just going through the rest of the oh. mm. um, okay. Um, I, I have a pick. You got a pick? Yeah. I got <laughs> a, a selection. Who are you leaning towards? It's one of those things where like you you don't want to be <laughs> right for the wrong reason or wrong for the right reason. It's like uh, I'm gonna say flock. Oh, Who mm-hmm. flock? Yeah, flock. Okay, I could see that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just trying. I, mean, to... I don't. I, yeah, I, I could also see Sullivan being among the shorter ones. But the, uh, see, we also we haven't even seen Raffanello a whole lot on the field to yeah. know how tall he is. Yeah, I'm just gonna pick flock just to pick. All right, so you're going with flock. I'll, I'll just be different. I'll say Raffanello. Scoops his favorite. Oh, really? Julian Carranza. Really? Wait, how tall is Carranza? Five foot nine. There's no way Torres is taller than five foot nine. I, uh, I. There is no way. Take it up Torres with the union website. Than... Now, the union website can be a little flinky. I will. I wonder if that's I... like, you know, when Michael Jordan used to be announced as the six foot eight or six foot six or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And he was yeah. like six two, six three. They do have Torres as five ten. No. No, really? I I I don't I don't I was surprised by this one too. Yeah. So I I, I mean 
but maybe that's... it's maybe it has to do with the metric trans uh, uh, conversion. <laughs> maybe something. something got lost. Somebody uh, forgot a number somewhere. That, um, that or uh, Kron's a place with risers in his cleats. He's the Tom Cruise of the, uh, the union. <laughs> like, like Prince's wedge uh, roller skates. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> all right so i have two more right. real quick here yeah, we we're, go we're, we're, we're dropping the ball a little bit here all right we got to finish strong so um this one might be might be easier um age who are the three elder statesmen of the Ooh, team three that makes it tough well and they are not tied to be clear yeah so, no but i mean yeah obviously bedoya is up there Mm -hmm. Lake's been here for 10 seasons, so you gotta figure he graduated college, so he's in his 30s. And I would guess Bendik is the third. Ooh. And if I had to put him in order of, of of who's the oldest, I would probably go Bendik Bedoya Blake. BBBs. Um and I just don't know if any of the others are surprisingly older, too. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Paul's. So close. Uh is it Bedoya Bendick's first? not the oldest, is he? Bedoya is. Oh. Bedoya, Bendick, Blake, 36, 34, 32. Wow. Sounds like measurements from an old cartoon. Exactly. <laughs> um, but uh yeah. And so conversely, who are the three youngest? Oh, who are question. the three infants? Who are the young guns here? Um uh, I'm gonna go with uh, let's say I gotta figure out which slot. So I'm gonna say McGlynn, Donovan, right, and Sullivan. I gotta try to think what, what order they go in. Uh, this one's gonna come down to months, I think. <laughs> Not entirely wrong. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna let E put his his yeah. know, his thinking cap on, and he can make his, and then I'll I'll, I'll, I'll come in after and and and, and you you're know. gonna you're gonna price the item. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm not I'm, sure. I'm gonna say <laughs> I'm gonna go. Hmm. All right, we'll see. I'm gonna go Donovan McGlynn, and fast like the Boondocks Boondock Saints here. Uh, Donovan McGlynn and Sullivan. So is Donovan the oldest in your uh, Donovan's the youngest. I would say Donovan's the youngest, then McGlynn, then Sullivan. I'm going to go with Raffanello as the youngest, followed by Harriel, and then McGlynn. Ooh. All right. You're both wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, okay, well, it's been a more Philly union. <laughs> um, Sullivan. Is the youngest he's he, the baby. He is 19. Nice, man. Um, All right, so I, I had him on my list. So and McGlynn is next at 20. All right. I had him in the right spot, so I get full points on that one. And there is sort of a tie for third. Um, it's Harriel and Flock, but technically Harriel is younger. Oh. How old is Raffanello? Um, Raffanello is 23. Hmm. Oh, I thought Donovan. he was younger. Right. Okay. Donovan's 23 as well. So, wah, yep. wah, wah, wah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Last and possibly hardest one, but maybe not. Um, geography time now. <laughs> geography time now. Mm -hmm. So, whose hometown, and by hometown, I mean the place they were born. All right. 
is the farthest from I use Philadelphia, not Chester, because mm-hmm. it's the Philadelphia Union. So um whose hometown is the farthest? I do have a top three. Uh who's are the closest as well, but we can get there. All right, let's see here. Do you do you want to go first on this one, Paul? And this no. is the last one. So <laughs> no. I <laughs> um, see here. Um, it was it was more fun making this uh than it would be for me to answer this because uh, my you, geography is do you want fun. us to give a give a top three? Do you just want to give who you think is the farthest? That might All right, be the well, easier. let me just go down what I think. So 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 Baribo, I believe, was actually born in Israel. Bedoya was born in Colombia. Bendix, a U.S. player. Blake is Jamaica, not as far as those other two. Bueno is Venezuela. Uh, Carranza is Argentina, I believe. Donovan's local. Elliot's England. Flock. Flock, I think, was born in Germany. Gajag's in Hungary. Glesnes is Scandinavia, because I can't remember if he's... Norwegian, Swedish, Norwegian. Norwegian, yeah. Ariel's local. Low is Jamaican. Martinez is Venezuelan. Mbizo. Ooh, uh, I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going to go Mbizo. I'm uh, going to go farthest. farthest. Straight up farthest. Yeah. I'm going to go. I'm trying to vision, pull up my visual map here. I'm going to go. I think. Top two are actually going to be uh, Baribo and hold on, let me think here. And Carranza. And I'm trying Why couldn't to they have an Australian on the team? And we just, <laughs> yeah, right. that's obviously the answer. Yeah, we need we need more Japanese players. Um, I'm trying to visualize the flight times. Um, <laughs> How did you know how I figured this out? Is that it? Well, yeah, kind of. All right, I'm going to go. So which one's farther? Because it's depending, and it's the city, right? Not just the the country. I mean, we're picking the country, Mm -hmm. but. Are there connections or is this straight up as the crow flies? (laughs) Wait, are we taking spirit? It should be fair. I did try to do it as much as as the crow flies. flies. So um, As opposed to swallow. An African or an English swallow. (laughs) African or European. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I want to go Carranza. I go Carranza. Right, so we have a Carranza and a Mbizo. That's first. First, yeah. Okay. Farthest. Are um, you asking for top three? I'm just asking for a number one. Right All now. right. I want to say I want to go Carranza. For Repo. Dang it! Oh man. Five thousand eight hundred sixty-eight miles to Eilat in Israel. Okay. Okay. So who is second? Now I'll go Carranza. I'll go with Mbizo. Paul is correct. Dang it. Mbizo, right. 5,770 miles. I'm just going to keep playing the Carranza card until I get it. <laughs> and third. Uh, okay. Gosh, so dog. You going, you going I want to go Carranza. Is it gosh, dog? Eric is geographically closer, but it's actually Torres. Torres is from Nuquen, Argentina. I'm probably not saying that correctly. Uh, oh. Um, 5,448 miles. Uh, Carranza is from Ancativo, Argentina. It's 5,016 miles. So it is okay. a price is right kind yeah. of situation. So that said, 
who are the hometown fellas? Who is closest? Who's closest? Oh, who's closest? Who, yeah, we're switching it now. Who's who's? So we who's got closest? we got Donovan. Uh, and again, Philadelphia, not Chester. Just for sure, sure. worth. Oh, is it now? It's going to come down to blocks. <laughs> um, what 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 parish they're from? Yeah. Right. <laughs> um. It's Martin of Lords territory over there. <laughs> you know, from Upper Darby. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna go who's with closest. Just do the, Just do who's close. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. With Paul's boy, fellow dragon, Donovan. Uh, I'll go. I'll go. Jim Curtin. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Curtin no. not on the list. All right. I'll go Real. Incorrect. Quinn Sullivan. Actually, from Philadelphia. Oh, he's from Philly. Right. Um, second. Carranza. McGlynn. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna stick with Donovan. Baribo. It's Real Drexel Hill. Oh, he's from Drexel Hill. And third. Donovan. Okay. I'm just going with that. I'm just. I'm like. I'm, this not, is like I'm my the guy. Two. I'm the guy who plays two one. I should say. Yeah. I'll go I'm with really... McLean. Um. Sorry. Uh, Raffanello. He's from Delran Township, New Jersey. Okay. Wow. All right. So, um, but a couple of fun things. Uh, Flock was actually born in Houston. Yeah. His parents exactly. were were um Germans military. living in Houston. Uh, it didn't say military. Just said working there. Um, so unclear. But um, but he. Well, did, they could tell you, but then they'd have to kill you. Probably, <laughs> but um, they did. He did grow up. I think he was there for some of his childhood, but then moved back. Um, was raised uh, mostly in Germany. Germany. Um, but Doya actually technically well, from um, New York. Well, he may have grown up there in Florida, New Jersey. Oh, he was born in Jersey. That's yeah, right. That's, that's why. Right. I always thought before somebody said no, 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 Florida. Yeah, said I was Irish from Jersey, and I right. must have read something somewhere. So um, yeah, I always get this mixed. I know, I know there's a the, Jersey connection, and I just can't remember if like he was born yeah. in Florida, grew up in Jersey, or like you said, born in Jersey and grew yeah. up in Florida. So anyway, that was that is that interesting. Is, Thank you. Yeah, that was cool. But um, uh, Donovan is from Paoli. Wow. So wow. he was he was we the next are, one, eighteen miles. Man, so, we're just, I mean, so close, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get back to the. Uh, well, uh, thanks for doing that. That was fun. That was cool. That was uh, thank you. That I was really enjoyed yeah. that. Uh, thank you, see. A little bit of fun. Hopefully, those who who uh, were listening uh, fared better than Paul and I. Well, we did all right at the beginning, and then we, we just faded right. out. I believe those were the questions that Chris referred to as the easy ones. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I don't know um, who's lying about uh, Torres's height, but yeah, we're gonna or, have to... or Carranza's, but uh, something Carranza must have lost a bet. Yeah, if we ever if we ever have that like um, miraculous moment, we can actually add, go to a press conference and ask a question. That's got to be our question. <laughs> Uh, according to the website, Torres <laughs> is listed as five foot nine inches. The question would be, can you stand up by that wall over there and you pull yeah. a, a tape measure out of your pocket? <laughs> Hold on, guys. I'm going to figure this out. 
Where are your players, and how? And can I measure how tall they are? <laughs> not creepy at all. There's nothing creepy about it. I don't know why you'd be creeped out by them. Uh, all right. All right. Well, so it's been a little bit of a quiet week. So that's kind of all we got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, yeah, we'll hopefully have a lot more news of the good variety. Hopefully, uh, to talk about next week. Um, yeah, we are. The season went fast. So, um, yeah, so thanks for hanging out with us. I mean, obviously, we got more episodes coming up. But, um, um, yeah, if you want to reach out to us, uh, you can reach us. Uh, our website is amorephillyunion.com. Um, yeah, drop us a line. Let us know how the end of the season's going for you, what you want to see in the playoffs, you know, whatever's on your mind. Uh, so you can email us at pod at amorephillyunion.com. Um, you can follow us on the various socials like uh, um, I, I want to come up with a better name than just X. So like I just call it like X Twitter or something. But on X Twitter, we are a more Philly U. Instagram, YouTube, and Threads, we are a more Philly Union. Uh, check out our pretty awesome Spotify playlist. Um, I think it's pretty good. Um, but anyway, you can find it on the on Spotify under a more Philly Union. Um, yeah, keep downloading our podcast where you get yours. Um, you know, tell your friends. Like I said, we're at 920. We just need 80 more do- downloads. And, uh, you know, let's see if we can hit that mark before um, before we get too far into the playoffs. Um, so, yeah, subscribe, like, comment, spread the word. And thanks again for listening to another episode of A More Philly Union. We are your hosts. I'm E. I'm C. And I'm Paul. Go Union! There's the inevitable, like, 20 minutes of throat clearing afterwards to get that done before the podcast. We'll put that behind the pay curtain. Here, there, I thought it was funny. Ah!